Okay, what's up you guys and welcome to another episode of the Black Girl Soft Life Podcast. I don't know what the dramatics were for, <laughs> but <laughs> what's up? <laughs> uh, I So kind of the thing that I was hearing a lot today is about, you said somebody else's too, but Judge Mathis being taken off the air for Warner Brothers at least. He said that he released a state statement saying that he would kind of be in the works of something. You're going to see him on TV. Yeah. It's going to be more so on a station that's kind of targeted for black people. He was like, but you know, Warner brothers is getting out of the whole court judge TV sitcom business together. So it was him and the people's court, but I'm going to miss him. I mean, I hope that he does get somewhere. I'm going to miss the little crackhead you know, clips that everybody be posting. Do you think he's going to be on like all black? I'm sure. Or a BET. I can see him being on an all black or a BET, something like that along the lines. Um, and I think that it's going to give him a little more freedom to talk a little more crazy. You know, I think that he was a little more reserved. What was he on? Like Fox or something. Yeah. He was, he on, had like, to one be on two, four, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, calling people crackheads on two, four and seven is a little extreme anyway. <laughs> so I think that it's going to allow him to be a little more open in himself. Um, and I think it's dope. I mean, it's always dope. I feel like people from Detroit do dope shit. So it's, it's dope to see somebody that's uh black from Detroit and doing something in a, in a, um, genre, I guess that, you know, you don't see a lot of black people in. So I hope that he does venture off to do great things. He's been on the air, they said, over two decades, though. So if you don't, I think that you did a great job, Judge Mathis. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's okay for you to sit down <laughs> if need be. But I would. I think he got a couple more, at least another decade in him. Okay. I think he got another another 10, 10 years in him on TV. I can see it. Okay. And maybe he get a little meaner. You know, they say as you get older, you get a little more Sometimes. irritable. Sometimes. I feel like, you know what? Dealing with an elderly population, I would probably say yes. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you just don't take no shit no more. I feel like old people want stuff on their time. Like, when they want it, how they want it. Because they worked hard for listen, it. I, yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like, I think that my grandma, I love my grandma to death do anything for my grandma. But sometimes my grandma called me and I'd be like, damn, do you not, you think I ain't got no life? Absolutely. Like you think I just be sitting here like just twiddling my, like I have things to do too, ma'am. Like I'm hungry right now. Like, okay, but I'm at work. (laughs) 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 You want me to do? Man. But I love old people and I, I I hope that elderly people, elderly people, old people, senior citizens, all of that. I love y'all. Stay strong. <laughs> Not you with the fist. <laughs> um, so and kind of like I don't know, I had seen this clip and it was about Kay Michelle talking about like her assistants and how she was looking for another assistant. And she fired over a hundred assistants in her like career span. Kay Michelle and her personal assistants have always it was a whole series on love and hip hop about her assistant, like stealing from her and her mm-hmm. assistant was on the show. So she K Michelle seems like a person that's not the easiest to get along with in the first place. Um, so to be in the dynamic of her telling you what to do and you have to perform exactly how she wants you to perform whatever task 
she's telling you to do. I, I could see being a hard thing for somebody to do. Me too. And to the extent of, like I said, I can't even remember old girl that was on Love and Hip Hop show with her, but to the extent of, obviously you are giving these people a lot of, um, of your information and being a part of your personal life for somebody to be able to steal like your credit card information. Well, yeah, because you got to think about it. You're ordering stuff. You are their assistant. So you're ordering stuff for them. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like you are literally like booking their travel or, so, you know, shopping for them, yeah, like so picking I think up stuff for them. Her coming off of that, like somebody stealing from you. And I, like I said, not only was that her assistant, but she felt like, friend, you know, yeah. like we had built a friendship. So coming off of a situation like that, I can I can wholeheartedly see her going through a whole bunch of assistance because especially something like that, I your first fuck up, I'm done. Like I'm done because I'm not about to even leave you room to I'm do not the about goofy to go down shit the same road. that this lady did to me. Like so, I'm done. I I wouldn't want to be K Michelle's assistant. But the thing about it was like the girl who then she said had stole from her. Didn't she like she had like ordered some Ubers or something like it was yeah. But <laughs> I don't know it it. She, the girl was saying that she ordered some Ubers and the Ubers like came out to like a petty amount of money. Mm-hmm. K Michelle, that K Michelle said that she did order some Ubers, but she did some other shit too. And it came out to thousands of dollars because mm. she was like, you know, I, why the fuck would I trip on you for 50, $60 here and there? Like, no, like you was, or maybe equivalent of whatever she was doing yeah. kind of all added up to this big lump sum. But regardless, I feel like people have to. If I got, if you feel like I got some money or if you feel like I got shit going on, that that's my money. Absolutely. So I don't give a fuck. I worked who, hard for that money. I worked hard for that money. So I don't give a fuck what you think I, or what you think I'm not going to miss or, you know, mm-hmm. she got X, Y, and Z. She, she ain't going to fuck about this $40. Bitch, yes, I am. <laughs> I am going to give a fuck about $40 because that, that could have been a takeout I got before I got home. Okay. So now you take it away from my stomach, bitch. So we got a problem. You take it away from my wings extra hard. <laughs> Okay. Extra crispy with extra whatever on it. Listen, I just came back from Chicago. You taking away from my um, hot and mild sauce with the lemon pepper. So like, what did you do while you were in Chicago? Did you did you go to any cool spot? Um, I think that we uh, we tried like a lot of new restaurants, a lot of black owned restaurants, and it's <coughs> excuse me, guys. I'm so excited to to see the reels. I am gonna post a reel, but this one restaurant we went to was a black owned restaurant, and um. It was like a foodie's dream because they had this sampling thing that you could do where they would give you three. You got to pick three meals. They came in smaller portions, though, so you could try literally three meals that they had there. And the three meals were came with the side. Like so one of the meals we got we got were um, uh, beef short ribs. So they were like a Korean glazed beef short ribs. But it came with like mashed potatoes and broccoli. And they legit when they brought you out these three small portions. They gave you the mashed potatoes and the broccoli. Like, they gave you, like, a little meal, three little meals. So, it was called the Soul Food Lounge. Um, but it was dope. Like, the atmosphere in Chicago around black people and what black people are doing there is so dope. Um, I found out while I was there that Haitian people kind of settled in Chicago a lot. So, that's why you see so many booming black businesses there hmm. and stuff like that. And I just think that... I don't know. It's a different little cult. I feel like black people there kind of stick up, stick together a little more um, than we kind of do here for some reason. Wow. Just for the simple fact that we were at, you know, we went to a restaurant and they didn't have any room for us. Like they didn't have any room for us, but they was like, you know, you should definitely try 
this other restaurant. And I'm like, oh, is this another restaurant y'all own? No. Nah. Like, they just black on too, and they down the street. Oh, that's And dope. I was, I, and I thought that was, like, so dope because instead of offering me, like, a takeout or something like that, like, no, nah, go check out my homie down there. Like, they got good food, too. Um, they not doing this and this and this. This is how this is how we're different, but you should definitely give them a try. Like, they're definitely another staple that you should try while you're here. Chicago is just a dope-ass place to go eat anyways. It is. Uh, it's always vibes in Chicago. It's always vibes in Chicago. So that's why I was thinking about going back for my birthday because there was so many other things that I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to go to, like, the Wonder Museum and, like, the Color Factory and stuff like that. I don't know. For it to only be four hours away, it just sometimes seems like they have a lot more shit going on than we do. And they do. <laughs> and, and they do. And they do. So, no, it was dope. It was a nice little getaway. I think that people, I well, I'm not even going to say people. I always think that Chicago could kind of be like a weekend trip. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of re- realizing, like, nah. Like, you kind of, like, you need that four-hour drive there. Then you need that day to kind of, like, eat and relax. Yeah, like, relax. And then you need, like, like, two good days in Chicago. Like, you need two good full days in Chicago. Then you need one more day where it's kind of, like, you mellow out and then you drive home. (laughs) Like, that's my ideal Chicago trip now. Like, a little, then you drive home on, like, that Monday. Early, though. Early, though. You know, you get up early and you come home. Go to brunch. And then you come home. And you you bring your black ass home. Okay. Well, I went to brunch this weekend. How was um, it? I went to my friend Elise, who owns um, supported my sisters, which is pretty much. Um, and just she a, did, y'all. She supported her sister. Which <laughs> just did. like a, um, she's actually a counselor, and you know she has this business where you know she wants to uplift women and you know create a safe space for them, and so she always do like these little exercises. On like how to get to know. So the one exercise was pretty much you had to um, put your insecurity in a box, mm-hmm. and then everybody put their insecurity in a box, and then just one because I got like more than one. Yeah, just one. Damn. And then somebody would pick it up, and then like tell you something positive about it, or like how That's to combat beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yeah, it was it was really dope. I'm not I'm not a person that takes compliments very well though, so I don't know how that would have worked for me. Well, nobody knows beautiful... who wrote it. Oh. Oh, so that was so so how did they tell you something beautiful so it was anonymous so like let's say so me I I chose my weight like I'll be honest like I chose my weight and it was just like you know everybody struggles with that like the person that had mine um she was just like you know I definitely understand like I've had you know three kids like Mm -hmm. my last kid you know is only like nine months old I also do not like disclaimer I don't like how y'all say make it seem like you can only be fat if you had kids no (laughs) That's not true, guys. Like, don't don't let anybody. I'm here to tell you, women. Now, it's okay to be fat and be no no, no kids. Okay, no kids. It's okay. Well, no, she was just saying, like, you know, she really struggles with, you know, that aspect of it as far as like her like getting, you know, back to her own weight, you know, yeah. that her goal weight. And she was just like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you have to be comfortable with yourself inside and out. Listen, Angie sent me a video, y'all, and it was like how to dress, how to dress the big belly and stuff. Yeah. Bitch, I was, I should have blocked you. <laughs> I should I was like, bitch, I'm not trying to learn how to dress this belly. Bitch, I want to get rid of it. But the outfit was cute. But see, and that was the thing. And it's like, you do, you really have to kind of, again, everybody you can, you know, want to lose weight, but then you still have to look good while you're losing me, weight, while you're on that journey. Listen, let me tell y'all, ain't no nigga gonna care when you take them pants off and that little fat come out, okay? That little foo I, I can, 
somebody bet me some money. Like I can almost guarantee you, if you come home with a nigga and you got your fupa dressed like old girl did, because you couldn't tell she had a fupa after she got dressed. Mm-hmm. If you got, if you dress like old girl guy and they don't know you got a fupa, I can guarantee you when you get to the house and he see that fupa, y'all still going through with it. <laughs> and he gonna call you the next day. So, it losing weight is about you. Absolutely, losing the weight, and that's what I want to lose. And I think that before I wasn't thinking like that. It was like, okay, I'm gonna lose weight. And I'm gonna shit on these hoes. Like it's 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 up. And it's like, no, I want to lose weight because it's certain shit I want to buy that I know I can't buy. Like, I know I can't fit these titties in that, that halter top. Like, baby, put it down. And that's why I want to lose weight. I want to be able to dress a certain way and get, you know, and wear certain shit that you know you can't, my little side roll go hang out if I put that on. Well, no, not only that. I feel like I can't fit Forever 21 anymore. Like, I, you, can. you can. Not like, like, you know, like the... I feel like, you know, the plus size section, it either be like it don't too be, big. It's cute. It's cute, but it's like no. too big. I feel like Forever 21, and I hope y'all hear this, the, the the plus size section do not be as cute as the little person section. It does not. I and agree. You, I'd be like, oh, I can run in there real quick. And mind you, I can get into like a, I feel like, and I don't even feel like extra large should be considered plus size. It's because I'm long. So <laughs> I'd be like, damn, I can't even wear this because... It's going to be too short. And if I go over to the plus size thing, then now I'm left with um, nursery school teacher clothes. I'm left <laughs> with teacher clothes. I'm, I'm left with, I might be going to church on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm left with, <laughs> this is appropriate <laughs> to wear out with my grandma. Like, and you look into the other side of Forever 21, bitches walking out with neon pink outfit. They don't offer none of that. Like, do y'all think fat people don't look good in pink? <laughs> like can we not get a bright color over there well my go-to plus size section is uh well brand or store is pretty little things because pretty little things like when i tell you they show up and show out for the bigger girls like they do not discriminate <laughs> they do pretty not discriminate things. at all and i love pretty little things for that because their stuff is like bomb like honestly like some of their plus size stuff is better than, um, you know, their other stuff. So, pretty little things. Forever twenty. I mean, not forever twenty. Fashion Nova. I know Fashion Nova. Um, does a good job with the plus size section things. I think Fashion Nova, but Fashion Nova has been doing really good with the plus. They've been doing that for years. I know they've been doing that for years. So, I mean, I think. It's, it's, is the plus size section kind of new for Forever 21, though? It, it's it would not, be like the five five to seven year kind of I was range, about to right? say, yeah. So I feel like it's still kind of new for them. Um, and they can take some notes from some other some other sites. Because, like you said, Pretty Little Things and Fashion Nova kind of uh, offer more risque choices for, they for bigger girls, I would say. More risque. And Forever 21 keeps it very conservative and covered up for you. Like, <laughs> tuck it on in, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. So, my boy Jalen. No, before we even jump into Jalen Rose, how much would you say you spend on your hair? If you going all out, like going all out, like a sewing or braids, it's gonna be over three hundred dollars. So Jalen Rose was telling me that they should be spending a minimum of a hundred dollars on a haircut. And at first, I I was looking like, huh. Cause I, you know, I remember men's haircuts being like $30, mm-hmm. like $30 in and out. 
But as I've been watching these videos on Instagram, like men are going in there and they like getting their hair washed. They like getting waxed. Like it's, it's a whole experience now. They getting hot towels wrapped around their face. And they are. And they should. And they should. And I think that you do, you have to pay for quality experience. You do. And a lot of the way, a lot of y'all hairlines be going back. Y'all need to be spending <laughs> a little more money on y'all haircuts. And maybe that man has start conditioning you and putting some oil on them spots and it'll grow. I think you can't be cheap. You can't be cheap with 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 self care. Well, it's so funny that you said that. So little Duvall had posted, um, because you know he always posts some like really funny videos. And his funny video was uh this guy getting a haircut and it wasn't really a haircut. It he was getting like paint rolled on his hair. But not like paint, but you know, like the, like the he stuff. was getting some fake hair on them. It was it wasn't like fake hair. It was really like like, you know how we get, like, dye? So it was pretty much, like, dye, but he was rolling on his head. Okay. And he was, like, he just spent $150 for a new paint job. <laughs> he did, though. <laughs> but it looked it good, though. That Listen, was the thing. Men, men are going to these barbershops and coming back out bad bitches, okay? Like, I've seen videos where niggas then got lace fronts. I, I've seen a man walk in, bald head, come out with braids. Like, it, it's getting real in the field in the barbershop. <laughs> and I feel like you know how when you go to sometimes when you go to salons like they say like salons are sacred places because women are coming there and their hair will be fucked up like toe to the flow up before you come you know when you walk in there but when you walk out you look like a completely fucking different person and I feel like that's what haircuts are doing to men now like you could bump into a nigga and he'd be bored and you wouldn't even know because he's wearing an afro <laughs> and that's a little scary what how would you feel how would you feel if you met a nigga at the bar and two weeks later you found out that he had a wig on (laughs) i don't even know because it's not like you know for like a woman it's normal right what would you put in the group chat like this bitch got a wig (laughs) no it'd be like one of those gifs where you you take your wig off and you be trolling it what would you do for it like what if y'all was getting hot and heavy Three weeks, no, two months into the relationship, y'all getting hot and heavy in a room and his shit slip off. His lace front just slipped clean the fuck off. I don't know. I would low-key kind of feel like catfish. I think that's a valid. Only because, like I said, especially for me, and I know, like, I feel like we talked about this already, or maybe we didn't, but I feel like me and kind of have their same, uh, they hold on to their hair. They hold on to that hairline. Some Ooh. of them do. And it's like, it's perfectly fine for you to go bald. Like, it's perfectly fine. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. I I don't know what it is. I don't like no bald man. I like bald heads. I don't like no bald man. Put that toupee on, baby. You want, oh, so you want the toupee? Put the toupee on, baby. You want the lace front. We going dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Put your good hair on tonight. And do sound like somebody who's, you going to ballroom. Put your good hair on tonight. You know, you're going to a cabaret. Ready for the cabarets. That's exactly what you look like. You go to a cabaret and they got on a they got on a red and black suit. Why red and black? Cause that's exactly you haven't been to a cabaret and that's what they had, that big old hat. <laughs> no, he not gonna go out like that. Listen. <laughs> that is giving me cabaret vibes. It's giving me your your dating Earl. It's definitely <laughs> giving that. Oh my God. I think I'm ready for Earl. You ready for Are Earl? You? No. Earl. Earl gonna give me his pension. And his social security, girl. I'm ready for Earl. I can't. I just can't. So, speaking of what you're ready for, what was... 
I like to call her the sister, sister mama, but she got a name. What's her name? Jackie Harry. Yeah. So, so she ahead, had. I didn't see it. Judy yet. <laughs> she was on a Jennifer Hudson talk show, and she was just saying, you know how I think Jennifer had asked her, like, you know, so are you like looking for love? Like, and she was like, no. I am not. Like, I've been there. I just went through a horrible breakup. Like, I'm looking to have sex. That's pretty much what she just said. She's a lady. She said, get laid. Or she didn't even say that. She just gave you the eye. Ah, like, like, I'm looking to, uh, like, that's what she uh, said. Like, I'm looking at. Ah. And it was just kind of like, okay, sis. Like, when women say that, it's so frowned upon. Like, it's, I, it's such a bad stigma attached to women that just, they don't want love. I just want to date. I want to have fun. Or I want I want to go about my business, go about my day, call a nigga, he come over, break me off, and he can go on home. And when women are like that, it's like such a crazy stigmatism attached to it. You're masculine. You a hoe. You doing all this. And it's like, no, maybe, like she said, I went through a breakup. I seen with love could do to me and my mental and I don't want that in my space right now but I still do want a physical connection and I don't think anything's wrong with that I don't think anything's wrong with that either I feel like if you sometimes want intimacy without love and I think that's perfectly fine so how do you think that ties into the whole soul tie things that or how do you feel about soul ties what is your look on soul ties you mean like soul ties in regards to you dealing with somebody or you having sex with somebody? Apparently, soul ties come from just you could just be having sex with somebody. That's mm-hmm. a soul tie. It don't you don't have to have any type of relationship or any anything. type like, of like but, deep connection. But you you being physical with somebody and letting somebody enter your body and you know all of that that becomes a soul tie. That's mm-hmm. what that's the you know air quotes going around it. Um, how do I feel about soul ties? I feel like you have to be in a position and a mental space to be able to deal with a soul tie. So do you think that regardless if you have a relationship with this person or if they're one night stand that you're going to encounter a soul tie? I think if you have a relationship with them, I feel like if you don't, if you don't have a relationship with them, like, I don't care what you just said that definition was. (laughs) Like, if you don't have a definition with them, I just don't see how, like, your soul, you know what I'm saying? Like your soul. Cause I feel like when I think about soul, I think about like this really deep connection that's mental, you know, physical and emotional Yes. versus just physical because you can have sex with somebody all day and not, you know what I'm saying? It could really just be sex and not phase you and not phase you like, Oh, thanks. I feel like soul ties. When I think of having a soul tie with somebody, like you said, it's it's far beyond a sexual, absolutely a sexual thing. It's I, I care about you deeply. I will, you know, I care about your success or your failure. I care about how you was feeling today. I care about if you ate. Like I made some type of connection or commitment to you at one point in life, and now we don't have that commitment or that connection anymore. Got it. We don't have that commitment or connection anymore. And now that, now that we're not a part of each other's life, I, I, sometimes you cross my mind or I'm concerned, you know what I'm saying? What you got going on? I think that's a soul tie. Now, if we've only kind of only just kind of had sex or had fun or anything like that, and I don't really give a fuck about what you got going on when you leave here, 
I don't think that's a soul tie. I don't think it is. I'm either. not carrying around your energy with me because I don't give a fuck. I'm I don't not care. carrying around your energy. And that's the thing. That's the difference. Like you are actually carrying this person's energy around. Yes. Like that affects you. So no, I, the definition of soul ties is going around and like just being a sexual connection. I do not, not agree with. I agree. I think that people can definitely have sex with people with another person and not give a fuck. Like and not give a fuck about you the next day. Hands down. I agree. All day. Not saying that I'm doing it, but do y'all thing. <laughs> and I, and Jackie, Jackie here, she's an older lady. Absolutely. Like, let her have fun. She lived her life. Like, let as, her do what she, she should. Do. As she should. And if you, that's why I said it's no hope. You still having heartbreaks and breaks up, breakups at whoever, whatever age she is. Over I know 50. She, I know she over 50. And over you, 50. So if you want to be a little frisky and you want to get still your, got groove, your back, groove back, boom. do your thing, boo. Because there's not no waiting to exhale over here. Okay? And invite me out, too, because, I, you know, you got a little money and a young nigga's going to flock. <laughs> like, cougar. Cougar. Invite me out, girl. <laughs> invite me out. I'm a great wing woman. <laughs> Listen, because we've been having fun lately. I know, but I'm about to sit my ass down, y'all. Me, too. All the way down. Y'all going to see me for my birthday. Well, we gonna pop out for a couple concerts, but y'all gonna see me for my birthday for real, for real. I'll come back outside full time then, <laughs> full time. I'll punch in my my time card, and I'll be there to stay. <laughs> Clocking in, okay. It's me, pick me, guys. So the topic this week was crazy because so the girl from Three OW. Yo, homie, Kiwi, Kiwi Williams, the one that has said, you know, about the stuff uh, that she did with B2K. Who was it? Yeah, she like fucked everybody in B2K except for like Omarion or something. It was only one of them that didn't hit. I think it was Omarion. Mm. I think, and I'm so mad she hit my my ex boyfriend, Lil Fizz. That's just crazy <laughs> that he would even do that. But she probably has some shit going on. You know, I firmly believe that that list probably does something in the bedroom. I'm sure it does. I, I'm I'm almost positive. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Doc? But anyways, back to what was she? What she do? For so you? pretty much, you know, um, Chris Brown and uh, Chloe Bailey had just, you know, introduced their new song, and you know, it was you know hot shit. Everybody was talking about it, mm-hmm. and she had just tweeted about it, like, hmm. Like, you need to come out with your own songs. Mind you, she clearly <laughs> has not been in or even listening to the radio because, listen, he that Chris Brown song. Songs. Girl, where you been at? <laughs> Girl, that's a hit. Like, I don't care what you say. It was a whole TikTok sensation. Okay? Listen. Literally, I'm pretty sure it has. A million, a million. That uh, shit went TikTok viral. Yes, it like, did. Like, girl, sit down. So that was, but that was confusing. But okay, let's run with it. You, you want to say something? By all means, mm-hmm. we're gonna give you the, you know, the energy. Um, and then was saying like, oh, you know, it's uh, you trying to tell people or take people away from you abusing women, and it was like, er? I don't think that's what he's trying to do at all. I think he, I think America, like. I don't know. That happened. He was saying, like, that happened 17 years ago. Damn, it's been that long. And I was like, it did happen when they was, like, 19, 20. It's been 17 you years? You got to think about it. It happened when they were, like, 19, 20. 
and they're and they're See, they're like thirty five. And this is a prime example of how some shit can follow you for, for the, the rest, rest of your, of your fucking life. Because I cannot. They were young as fuck, but damn, seventeen years, friend. And y'all still bringing this shit up? Yeah. No, I, don't say y'all her. Well, it's like she brought it up. Like nobody was thinking. Again, like I just said, everybody was doing the TikTok viral dance. I love that. I wanted not, to do listen, that. Listen, do not get me wrong. I do not condone nobody putting their hands Absolutely on nobody. Not. And, that, and that is male or female. Not, I, I do not condone. Do not put your hands on nobody. Because unless somebody is attacking you and you're defending yourself, Keep your fucking hands to yourself because if you put your hands on somebody and they put their hands back on you, bitch, that's your fault. Everybody makes mistakes. And I, yeah, and everybody makes mistakes, but it's like so again, not condoning and not at all. Not, not at condoning all. domestic violence. But first off, we weren't in the car. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what she said. I don't know if she hit this nigga first. Not only I that, don't but know she what... forgave him. Exactly. If you, if you forgave him, we forgive him, and we're going to move on. That is not our personal business. And that's one thing that I just don't like is how, like, not because, like, will we call her a regular person? Who, again, I didn't even know this bitch name before we looked her up. I just know that she's from 3LW, <laughs> and she was getting a little tired of the Brooklyn I'm a fifth. Promises, okay? <laughs> That's all I know about this woman. And that she just recently said that she fucked all of B2K. Oh, so but you I know feel, what? I think she's trying to come out with her new music. She probably is. And she is clout chasing. Like, she is. She's grasping for it at this point. And it's. And y'all giving it to her though, and that's the sad that, and that's the part about it because I feel like I mean that's just social media because again, you know that's just like okay, so we haven't been talking about R. Kelly and I don't know how long, and then that's somebody bringing it back up who you know who is relevant enough. See, or, that's that's still more relevant. That's that's true, within the last yeah. five years. This she bringing some like he's like you just seventeen. That's wild to me. Seventeen years and you still like. You that shouldn't even have crossed your mind about this man. Well, and I think that's what Chris Brown was thinking. So he pretty much, you know, kind of, of course, clapped back in the in the way he was just like, stop. That's what he <laughs> stop. Why you? Ask. But then yeah. he was just saying like nobody, you know, you want to cancel me, but nobody's trying to cancel, you know. And he just started name dropping, and then of course he name dropped Blueface. And see, that's what I do disagree with. Mm-hmm. Though it's like, yeah, I understand that they coming for you, and y'all not saying shit about all this other shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. But that is one thing that I will agree with Blueface, Mama. Like, don't don't come over here with that shit. Like, we got our <laughs> own shit going on. Don't come over. Like, we ain't had nothing to do with what the fuck y'all just had going on over Absolutely. here. And you dragged us in here. And people don't. People, I mean, people do say shit about Blueface and, and Lil Chrissy. <laughs> but, again, that's that's their little persona. That's their, you know, they the new little Ike and Tina Turner. And, you know, we, we've accepted it. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. Did we accept Ike and Turner? I'm sure they did back in the day. Everybody knew Tina was getting her ass beat. Okay. Everybody knew. Everybody knew. I am appalled. Everybody knew. And we all know about Blueface and his girl. So it's like, and Krishan. So she be beating. Listen. They, so <laughs> I do. I do listen, agree with him. She got them hands. She be black in his eye. Definitely like, do. Definitely do. Be, baby. Definitely do. But she be on that fucking show. Baddies, whatever. Fooling too. So I. But see, that's the thing. I feel like that's like a, you know how like we had like the bad girls club and like, you know, I feel like that's like a younger generation. It is. Like, it's their bad girls club for sure. And Natalie Nunn is running that bitch. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's, a old, it's definitely, it's an old toxic bitch running the show. Like, yeah. 
I, I, I promoting all of y'all that. young hoes to be toxic. But like we were saying, don't drag me into the shit. It didn't have nothing to do with me. It didn't have nothing to do with it me. It didn't. I just think he was trying to take the spotlight off him. But it was just more so kind of like, where did this even come from? Like I said, at the end of the day, like, we are not our past mistakes. Like, people can change. And he really has, you know, kept clean for the last however long. I wouldn't say that he kept clean, but he, he kept his hands to himself for sure. Yeah, he, that's what he, I'm he saying. He kept his hands to himself. What you mean? And, what else has he done? What? What Chris else has Brown? Brown done? Chris Brown now? Yeah, what else? Chris Brown has been in the media for doing drugs. Chris Brown has been in the media for fucking stalking Karuchi. Chris Brown has been in the media for cheating. He has not stayed clean, but he has that he's kept his hands to himself for sure. That's that's regular stuff. You when you stalk your you you be stalking. That is not regular stuff, friend. That's the problem now. (laughs) That's not regular stuff. I ain't stalking nobody no more. I'm going to sleep. I'm old. I'm going to sleep. I ain't got time to be stalking nobody. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how everything I love. Like, oh, okay. You tired? Like, you want to go to sleep tired or you just tired? You over the extra Both. ish? Both. Both. Like, Both. I get so exhausted even thinking about stalking somebody. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> and it's so crazy that you bring that up because I was having a conversation with somebody and they was just like, yeah, because you never acted that crazy over me. And it was like, yeah, nigga, when I was acting crazy, I was 19. Listen, I was 19, 20, 21. I've like, I'm some, grown. I, I've, I've, I've calmed down a lot, like a whole lot. Um, And, you know, you might get a couple phone calls back to back just, just because I'm just annoyed. And I'm going to annoy you. This is how you annoy me. I'm going to annoy you. So you aren't going to be able to make phone calls out for a while. <laughs> You're not going to be able to dial out. You're going to have to block me. <laughs> see, I don't even have the energy for that anymore. Like, I'm going to just... You see no, me, I don't have it anymore. No, not at all. You see me call you. I'm calling you once. You see me... You might get two calls out of me. Right now, I'm at the point now where it's like... I used to, like, double text people. Like, oh, like, maybe they didn't get it. You got it. Not so, maybe they didn't get it. <laughs> you got it. And I, it's sad, though, because I think that it, it, it has made me into a really nonchalant, like whatever happens happens type of person because like i said i'm not i'm not blowing your phone up Mm-mm. i'm not about to double text you like you you see me call you see me text you see me text you so if you don't respond then, then in my mind you're choosing not to respond well not only that i feel like so i relapsed this weekend just on some bored shit um and it was like I, I just knew it wasn't for me because, like, I just needed to give it the same energy. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, like, I didn't get upset. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you're texting with somebody and they don't, you know, write you back in an adequate amount of time, and I'm not saying, like, they have to, like, write you back, like, within five minutes. I'm saying, like, it's been hours. You know what I'm saying? That's you, that we are talking, and it's like, oh, you still on the same? You know, I, I can't do that. Like, I'm not, I, 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 I can't. I'd rather go to sleep. Like, that's what I would rather, rather do. Get you some rest? I would rather get me some rest because I am just tired of just not getting what I deserve. Amen. Amen. As you should be. As you should be. Like, I feel like I know I'm at the point in my life where if I wanted to date somebody, like, they have to have good communication skills. And that's something that I haven't had. So I haven't had somebody... Is- what do you think is good communication skills? Good communication skills is just more so kind of like, you know, if I am texting you or we are texting, 
you know, if you're busy, like, hey, like I'm busy right now. But, you know, when I get a free moment, I will definitely have a conversation with you. Or when I am available, I will definitely have a conversation with you. I hope you have a wonderful day. You know what I'm saying? Not, oh, 10 hours later, I was asleep. You were asleep for 10 hours? <laughs> how they, they going to respond if they sleep, friend? For 10 hours. Like a whole day. It's a long day. Yeah, okay. I like, had a wild night last Of course, and that's the reason why I shouldn't be talking to you in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like communication, it goes both ways. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, I want you to do all this elaborate shit for me and I won't do it for you. Like, no, I want to tell you the same thing. If I'm busy, you know, I want to be able to communicate that in a healthy way, Um, you know, so you feel comfortable and we're both feeling comfortable about what we both are doing Mm. and moving in an adult manner. That's how I feel. See, communication has never really been my issue. It's just, uh, and I don't, and I've gotten to the point where I've come to realize that it's not even other people anymore. It's me. It's me being like too forgiving or being too clingy or, or trying to hold on to something when I know that it's time to let it go. Absolutely. And I think that's been my biggest issue because when you, I feel like when you hold on to something and you know it's time to let it go, it's worse. And you don't, it makes it worse, or it makes it makes those encounters with that person not Hard. as joyful, not as joyful as they used to be, or even it might turn that relationship that could have been, you know, maybe y'all stopped talking and then we could have revisited or we could have been friends or we could have been cool down the line. When you're holding on to something for so long, it turns it into a situation where you don't even want to fucking deal with this person no more. And you actually, like, you resent them and you really kind of, like, low-key hate them. Yes, yes. And I had to come to the realization that sometimes it don't be that person's fault. Sometimes it be like, I let you play with me this long. Absolutely. And, so and what how did I can expect? I be mad at you? How can I be mad at you? What did I expect? When you did this shit to me over and over again and you seen that, okay, well, obviously if I just say sorry or if I do this or if I do that, then it's going to be cool. I let you, I let you see where my boundaries were lacking and you took advantage of it. And I can't fault you for that. I, I can't, I can't either. And like I, I said, like I'm, I'm cool. It's like, I don't have, I don't have no beef with nobody. Um, like none, you know what I'm saying? Like you over there and I'm over here. Like boundaries, <laughs> healthy boundaries, huh? healthy boundaries. Healthy and that's boundaries. just what it is. Like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. And I think, that's where like I get in these spurts where I am bored and you know, I do miss, you know, intimacy interactions and things like that. But it's like, I need to keep my mind busy and it's so much other shit I could be doing (laughs) other than, you know, doing something that I have no business doing. There you go. And like I said, 2023 is just a season for individuality. I've been telling everybody that like, it's just a season for you to figure out yourself. And for you to make yourself happy and for you to be in your best shape, for your pockets to be fatter this year, you, 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 you. And I I think I've been holding in on that. Like, just make this year about you and everything else will fucking align. I'm telling you. It should. Everything else will align. And I think that sometimes we get impatient. We get impatient because, again, we're, we're making all these strides to be the best person we can be. And... And of course, you know, I, people always say like, you know, I'm not a jealous type or I don't look at people and I don't be envious, but naturally everybody, if, if 
if everybody around you or if everybody on social media is getting something that you want that you're not getting, it's going to naturally make you feel a ways. Or how people be like, yeah, I'm going to stay off social media on Valentine's Day. And it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't mean that I don't want to see people in love and I don't want people to have love. It's just I don't have that in my life right now. So And it just triggers you a little bit. Yes. So it's just like that's why it just uh, hone in on yourself, love yourself, and, and just, you know, everything will follow. Once you're your best self, then you can present that to somebody. And maybe you'll get a different result. That's what I'm going with this year. Absolutely. Well, make sure you guys follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Yes, at Black Girl Soft Life, but it is BLK Soft Life on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. I, You know, I'm still on Facebook, so if y'all still on Facebook, check it out. Okay? She is. She is on Facebook, I'm still on y'all. Facebook. Facebook is funny. <laughs> Facebook is a vibe. She love Facebook. I haven't been on there since. I love Facebook. 2007. <laughs> they, keep it, they keep it real, real on Facebook. Okay? <laughs> nah, see y'all next time. <laughs>